A few years ago, Karen and I received a very gracious and hospitable welcome from Mark and Molly Walker. They planned a multi-day retreat for pastors and spouses in a beautiful home in Brown County. Between their own fundraising efforts and the help of some dedicated members from Hope First Baptist, the lodging was taken care of. The meals were wonderfully prepared. All we had to do was show up. And along with other pastoral couples in our broader community here, we had fellowship, we had good discussion about the ups and the downs of ministry. We had time to be physically and spiritually refreshed. So their sense of, of welcoming us, blessing us, will never be forgotten. We will always appreciate their family, and we continue to miss Pastor Mark who went to heaven in 2017. In the scripture today, Jesus teaches us the importance of both welcoming and being welcomed by others. That it's a hallmark of God's kingdom. This is a, a high ethic in God's way to welcome and to be welcomed by one another. And we need to hear this, for we are living in a societal atmosphere of disagreement, division, hatred, and violence. Now, the kind of welcome that we are talking about today goes beyond the, the verbal greeting uh, from the restaurant hostess. It goes beyond the Walmart greeter. Now, those greetings are, are good. It's nice to be welcomed, especially to some of these places or restaurants or things that are opening back up. That, that's good. I don't diminish that, but what we're talking about today is a kind of welcome that is deeper and wider. To welcome someone is to esteem them as being worthy and accepted by us. That no matter who they are, no matter what they've done, we are willing to love them. We are willing to be in relationship with them. I believe God is calling our country to learn what it is to be truly welcoming to all people especially those who are different from us, and even from those who 
might disagree with us. We have to say it for what it is. One of our human failings and weaknesses is that we are the, the most welcoming to those who are most like us. Whether religiously, racially, economically, that's easier for us to make those connections because they're, they're like us. And it's, it's, it's easier to have fellowship with others that, that agree with us. See, that's easy to do. There's something a little harder to do, but yet Jesus is calling us to do. To be open and welcoming of others that might not fit those connections and similarities just mentioned. You know, Jesus showed us this in his ministry. You know, don't think that I'm going here and there all over and into, you know, again, this, this cultural communication warfare that's going on. We can look to Jesus and he teaches us about how to extend gracious welcome to others. A welcome that was to a diversity of people. He showed us this. He brought Jew and Gentile together. That's that racial divide. That not just the Jews, God's people, but the Lord came, came forth to say, I want y'all to be my people. Come and follow me. He brought together Jew and Gentile, the rich and the poor, those in power, and those who were social outcasts. So as he did then, so he does today, welcoming all who will come and follow him. Jesus takes us as we are. This is good news. He's a friend of sinners. Yeah. He takes us as we are. But he doesn't leave us that way. He takes us as we are, and he changes us into who we need to become. There is transformation through the love and power of Jesus Christ for all of us. In Matthew chapter 10, we hear of some of the dynamics of having a welcoming spirit. When we lovingly share the gospel, if, if anyone welcomes us and, and the good news message that we share in word and in deed, that they are actually welcoming Jesus himself. So we, we see that the sense of welcome kind of goes beyond what we think it does. They, I'm wanting to share with someone the love of Christ. They have a welcoming spirit unto me. And what I'm bringing, Jesus says, they're not just welcoming you, Andy. They're welcoming me. And then Jesus takes it farther. He says, and those who welcome me, 
welcome the Father who sent me. They welcomed the good, good Father that we sang about and sang to this morning. They're open to the will of God in their lives. And Jesus goes on to say that there are different rewards for welcoming different kinds of people. That if you would welcome a prophet and the prophet's message, that you will receive a prophet's reward. And if you were to, to welcome a righteous person, that you will receive a righteous person's reward. And I believe God still sends prophets and righteous people into our lives. He wants us to welcome them and the message they bring. And when we do, there is a reward. Now, I wish I could tell you up front what those rewards are. I can't. I don't know. But, you know, where I tend to land in my faith and in, in the Bible is that Jesus said it, so I believe it. And I take it as being good. That he has specific and special rewards. And we welcome all kinds of people into our lives. And lastly, in, John, in Matthew 10, Jesus says we will be rewarded when we welcome and serve the little ones. Now, I believe the little ones, it actually does connect with children. We see that in the scripture. The, the, the youth, the next generation, to, to welcome them in to the church and into our lives and raise them in the faith. But I also believe that here, the little ones that Jesus talks about is connected to the least of these that he talks about in Matthew chapter 25. The little ones, the least of these in the world. That means those without power or status or wealth. Those who have been mistreated or that have obvious difficulties or disabilities or needs. We hear in Matthew chapter 25 that actually a big part of the final judgment will be based on how we treated the little and the least in the world. Jesus tells us in no uncertain terms that the level of welcome that we showed the, the little and the least and the last in the world is the same level of welcome that we showed Jesus himself. 
so. We will be his equal opportunity welcomers in the world. No one will be left out. We will not be against anyone. Even though we are living in times when people are drawing lines and taking sides and spewing hate. That's not us. As God's people, the welcomers, as our Lord has welcomed us in grace and forgiveness and the opportunity to start something new with him that lasts forever, he welcomes us. And then we go forth and welcome one another. Jesus stretched out his arms upon the cross, showing, I believe, his wide embrace and his love for all people. I believe that the devil himself is sowing seeds of mistrust, division, and hatred in our land. I believe he's been doing it for some time now. You know, especially for our farmers, we sow physical seed. We want to sow good seed. But we learn in the scriptures that spiritual seeds can also be sown in the land of the world and in our hearts. And I believe the devil himself is sowing those seeds right now in our land of mistrust and division and hatred. He does not want us to welcome one another in the love of Jesus. He doesn't want that. We hear Jesus say in John chapter 10, he says that the devil comes to steal and kill and destroy. We're seeing a lot of that. But Jesus came that we may have life and have it in all its fullness. Whatever is being destroyed, Jesus comes to build back up and make whole again. The problem, you know, one of the problems that we see today is that many people and many groups are being demonized. I believe that only demons should be demonized, not people, not people who are made in the image of our God. As disciples of Jesus, we live a new way, a different way, being the welcomers of all. This includes black lives. This includes police. We don't take sides 
When we take sides, we buy into what the devil is doing and what sin in us is causing us to do. We don't take sides. We side with God. You know, really, if we're to take any side, I'd say we side with God. The God who graciously welcomes all through Jesus to be reconciled and forgiven. The welcoming spirit of God moves powerfully in us when we choose to love, listen, and learn from others who are different than ourselves. No matter the skin color, the profession, the social status, backgrounds, or beliefs. God's welcoming spirit wants to be poured forth into us and through us into the world. We see big problems. Social media, the news, everywhere, there are big problems. Sometimes we're we're thinking, what can I do? I feel that with you. What, what, What can we do? But I want to say today, there is something we can do. That just small acts of loving welcome can have big effects. And I say those, even those small acts of, of welcome and respect that we give one another is so important because of what Jesus said in the scripture today. That even if you give, give a cup of cold water, you will not lose your reward. If you give even just a small cup as insignificant as this seems, God will bring his blessing to you and to others. And I think that, that small cup is that image of small acts and small words of saying, we're in this together in our country, in our world. We're not going to fight against each other. We're going to fight for each other. going to say Jesus has a better way for all of us. Let's look to him. So again, we can do small things that I believe will make a big difference because God is behind it. You know, Mother Teresa said, we cannot do great things. We can only do small things with great love. So we are being called as followers of Jesus to bring God's gracious welcome into the world where it's not being seen, where it's not being heard. We will let it be seen. We will let it be heard, even through those small cups, so to speak, that we give, those small words and acts of love that we give. So let us go forth to give the gracious welcome of God. And let's do it 
one life at a time. Let's pray. Lord, we recognize today that these problems are many, these problems are big, but you are bigger than all of them. You will bring deliverance, you will bring salvation, you will bring a new way forward. Give us ears to hear you, your word of truth in the midst of the chaos your presence of peace within the storm, that you are our refuge and our strength and you hold us together. Give our, help us to have hearts that are fully open to your will and your way in our families, in our community, in our country. Hold us together. Help us to be your representatives of love and welcome to all people. That yes, each of us falls short. We can call sin, sin, but then we recognize that there is forgiveness. There is renewal with you, that you take us as we are. And you make us what we truly can be through your powerful love and your grace and your presence. So, Lord, have thine own way in our lives and in your world. Have thine own way, Lord. We, you are the potter and we are the clay. It's in your name, Jesus, that we pray. Amen.